It's Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. Did I just hit your knee yes, there? You I'm did. sorry about it, actually. <laughs> when you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans, and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in the bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they have a, no, four-hour, not three, Andrew, four. I was ready for three. It's four. I always (laughs) say three, but I've been wrong for about a year, apparently. Mm -hmm. It's a four-hour happy hour here every day from 3 p.m. to 7 o'clock, where you can get half-priced drinks. And half-priced bar food. And uh, where is Wayfair? It's on Fred Street, right across from the European Wax Center. Hmm. If you're thinking about getting waxed while you're here as well. And who isn't thinking about it? Joe Stark, are you thinking about getting waxed? Absolutely. Absolutely. Joe Stark is here from the band The Pet Fangs. Lauren Checky is here, who's an attorney, I believe. Is that correct? That is correct. In your own firm. That is also correct. Okay. And Ashley Sutton is here from the House of Blues. That's right. So how about all that? Happy Hour today is brought to us by Strategic Resumes. If you want to sharpen up your resume or your LinkedIn profile or other job search skills, check them out. You guys, you have a real job, Ashley, right? Yes. And you have your own company, <laughs> your own law firm, yeah, Lauren. Well, yeah, I'm a grown-up. And you two guys are musicians, so... Yeah, we just have YouTube videos. Count, right? It doesn't <laughs> Two fake jobs. Yeah. And uh, well, listen, you guys might be interested in this. If you're going on vacation, check out Travel Central and Metairie if you want to get away and start your search by checking with them. It's kind of like going on Expedia or Kayak, except... Um, Someone else does it for you, oh. and it's absolutely free. Basic swim and gym. We can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, yoga clothes with style. That's on Jefferson Avenue. No, it's not. It's on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Hangover Destroyer is the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. And the Positive Vibrations Foundation create and encourage community through the development and preservation of arts, music, culture, and heritage. So how about that? I thought it was a pretty good show today. That was yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Well, thank all right. you guys all for coming along. Okay, so start at the end then. Ashley. Yes. What do you do at the House of Blues exactly? I am the brand marketing and promotions manager at House of Blues New Orleans. So I really market uh, the brand side of the business, which most people know House of Blues just as a music venue with shows. Um, what but, is it, really? <laughs> well, we have a restaurant. We actually have two restaurants. Right. Um, we have the regular restaurant and bar. Um, we've got the Voodoo Garden, which is a covered patio. We've got dining out there as well. Um, we've got gospel brunch every Sunday. Uh, Everybody knows all this. Do what? Everyone knows all this, right? You know all <laughs> that, right, Joe? I do, but it, just from being around all the time. Right. Andrew, you knew all that. You've played there a lot. Yep, but even just here in Gospel Brunch, I've never been to the Gospel Brunch. I, sh- I should go to the Gospel so Brunch. You should. Okay. Yeah, Gospel Brunch it's is awesome. Great. Yeah. You yeah. go to that, Lauren? I have been twice. Really? I've been twice. So, Are you um, a Christian? Uh, I am Catholic. You're Catholic? I am. Is it okay to go to a Gospel Brunch? I don't see why not. It's yeah, really, it's, it's all religions. It's, it's all, is it really? Yeah, it's just celebrating life. It's an all-religion yeah. Gospel. Do yeah. you need religion to go? No, you okay. do not. <laughs> they probably serve booze there, which is also They absolutely Catholic. do. Unlimited mimosas. Yeah. Do you yeah. go to church, Lauren? Do you go to Mass on every uh, Sunday? Not as much as I should, probably. <laughs> Um, did you go as a little kid? I did. Where every, did you grow every up? Every Sunday. So I actually grew up in New Jersey. And um, is that where the Predators are? Or, are they, <laughs> or is that somewhere else? No, I, I think that's Pennsylvania. That's slightly Pen- west of where ah, I grew up. So there's no predatory priests in New Jersey. Did Let's you have be- any experience with that? I personally did not have any experience with that. Um, I am a product of many years of Catholic education. You um, are? Yes. But... 
Um, I, I mean, I know it exists. Uh, we all know it exists now. You went to a Catholic school, to a high, Catholic high school? I went to a Catholic college. Catholic um, college? I went to Catholic college. What and, is that? Uh, so, um, well, Loyola in New Orleans is one. Oh, that's one. Okay. Um, I, <laughs> right. I went to the College of the Holy Cross up in Worcester, Massachusetts. That so, sounds very religious. Um, it was... I didn't take so much religion while I was there, but um, I did. College of the Holy Cross. I, I know. Well, it was it's a, run by kids, Jesuits. Are kids having sex there like they do at other colleges? <laughs> um, yeah, I, be, I believe they. I believe they probably are actually having more. It's um, more. So that would be a good place to go. Many, I'd say at least sixty percent of the students are coming straight out of either an all boys Catholic high school or an all girls Catholic high school, so they're ready to go when they get to college. <laughs> so, what's the concept of the the Holy Cross aspect of it? Um, is it taught by priests or anything like that? There are definitely some priests who are also professors. Um, there was church on campus. Uh, you certainly did not have to practice any religion to go there. And right. several of my friends were Wiccan, pagan, agnostic. Um, Do you keep you know, in touch with them on Facebook, the Wiccans? Uh, I keep in touch with m- many of my college friends. Um, are they still Wiccans? They're usually bosses because, you know, everybody's working for the weekend. That's close. Nice joke. Yeah. <laughs> are they still friends of yours, Wiccans? Um, I have some. I have some friends who are Wiccans. I have some friends who are practicing pagans. Are you serious? Yeah. You can be a practicing pagan. Apparently, yes. And what do you, you practice if you're a pagan? Um, like I mean, Satan worship type. So I have a very limited understanding of this, but um, I believe that they sell. They have a whole religion celebrating the earth and nature and. Um, oh, okay. So that's the opposite of what I was saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't think they're evil worshippers. So. Okay. Well, that's not so exciting. No, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were friends with a whole bunch of people who are worshiping. I Satan mean, I can worship. make something up if you know that. Well, that would be fine. Yeah, you can. Okay. But anyway, so everyone does know about these things at the House of Blues, but they still don't go to them. Yeah. Well, you still I have mean, to keep reinforcing. It. Yeah, and I, I will be the first to admit, um, I didn't realize they had a restaurant until what? I went on my interview. Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, I'd walk. So when you through, go to the House of Blues, what do you yeah, think's you, going on on that side? I'm, I, I don't. No, I mean, I just was just focused on getting in that door and yeah, getting right. up on the, you know, getting, getting in to before the stage. you got carded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very hard to get into the house of yeah. illegally. Um, but we also have the foundation room, uh, VIP club. Um, can you get us into that? Yes, I can. I can put you on the access list. Can you? Yeah. Okay. Now um, you're talking. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a room. it is it is very sexy. Um, it is uh, based on membership. Um, but if you know the right people and... Uh, Everyone in New Orleans knows somebody. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you're the person we need to know. Now you're yeah, the person sure. we know. Okay. Yeah, exactly. What do we have to do to get in there? Just, uh, you just shoot me an email. Um, but okay. we also have links on our website with, you know, um, you know, buttons that'll get you added to the access list. So it remains well, exclusive can, in that. Anybody so, can get into it. Well, not anyone. You have to be in dress code. You have to be over 21. Um, dress so code. Yeah. No sandals. No sandals. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. For men, women can wear sandals. Uh-huh. Yeah. No sandals, meaning yeah. what? Yeah. Like open toe shoes. Open toe shoes, yeah. Why is that? No flippy floppies. No flip flops. No. Why I had to let a buddy borrow my shoes to get in once. <laughs> <laughs> that means you can't go, Grant. Yeah. Can I. That's pretty bad. What yeah. is the, um, what is the, what does a having flip flop signify that you're a low life? Uh, I mean, I don't know. 
know. Maybe men's toes are grosser than women's. I don't, I don't know. know what would that would signify. off at the House of Blues. Yeah, I don't know. I think they have they a just... guy in the bathroom at the House of Blues. That always disturbs me quite a bit. Yeah. Is he um, still there? I don't think the House of Blues. I don't know. I've never been in the men's restroom. You haven't? No. I can get you in there. <laughs> I can get you on the access list to that. You guys ever go to the bathroom at the House of Blues? Yeah, I, don't th- I mean, uh, I there's remember a guy in there. I've been in in the foundation room more than the main room, and there wasn't a guy in there. I There's remember not. that. Yeah, there is. I've been in there more recently. No, there's no, not. no guy in there. Do you go there, Joe? I've been there, and there's there's always a guy. Yeah, yeah. It's disturbing, isn't it? I think he just does. He have like helps mints with the, or something. Like, yeah, mints. He? Washes okay. the hands. Right. It's like I don't know what, there, do, what does he do? In there? I guess I have what? seen the stool in there, so that would make sense yeah. why there's a stool in the men's restroom because I guess he sits on the stool. It's a sort of there a pun as well. Yeah. Yeah. He leaves his station. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I just feel sorry for someone that that's their job, hanging out in the men's bathroom at a club. It'd be well, rough. I think people tip. I mean, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If that's I the other thing I hate, too. I, yeah. I don't want to tip a guy in the bathroom. C-Rock, what is it? Better than cleaning the bathroom. Yeah, but uh, I guess so. But how much fun could that be in an evening to spend eight I hours? I can't hmm. imagine the things... You, so you don't know the guy? Then. No, I don't. I don't think I want to know who it is. <laughs> She's just worried about a guy in the ladies' bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Is, there, exactly. is I, there a woman in the ladies' bathroom? I don't think so. Not when I've been. I think he's just there because a lot of guys don't wash their hands, and he's there for accountability. That's how he gets tips. You know, the guys who don't wash their hands, they give him a little five, and they say, you didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. You might be all right. Joe, are you playing there at the House of Blues or? Um, I, I've played there a bunch. Yeah, have? Okay. I played the big room and the um, the small room, the, the one parish. upstairs, the parish room. Mm-hmm. So how's it all going with Pet Fangs? It's going really good. Pet Fangs is a pretty interesting band. It's very interesting. Seems like things might be taking off. Well, we try to give the illusion. Yeah, yeah. What's well, working pretty well? I, I'm I'm buying it. We're feeling good about it. Yeah, we've uh, we played we haven't played a bunch of shows, but we played a lot of good shows. If that makes any sense. Um, yes, and we're uh, except that you get paid per show. So exactly, yeah. that's the only downside. We don't make to that any theory. money. We don't make <laughs> any money, but shit is looking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we have a lot of stuff like we're looking forward to. We're putting out an album for the end of the year. You are finally putting out an album. Yes, finally. Oh, right. Okay. I know. We were. I don't Would know you why. Like we us were... to help you with the name of it. I think we have a name, and we had a, an idea for a cover, but then somebody took that idea. They didn't huh. steal it from us, but they did it before us. What was the name, and then what was the cover? I think the album's going to be called Ultra Deluxe, and we're going to make it look like a condom wrapper and have the Durex sign, just say Pet Fangs Ultra Deluxe over and over right. again. And then that happened, like some rapper did it like mm-hmm. a month ago. What about Magnum? <laughs> I think they have something similar, too. Uh-huh. It's been a while since I've worn one, so... <laughs> yeah. I see here you guys open for Bon Jovi, we the did. Smoothie King Center. Yes. That's awesome. We did. It was awesome. What? We, uh, yeah, sorry. we were on tour, uh, opening for my friend and employer, Mark Broussard. So me and um, Ben Alamon, who plays keys in the band, we, would, we opened the show as Pet Fangs, and we moved over to Mark's band and played his show. And halfway through the tour, we got a call wondering if we could go open for Bon Jovi. And we were like, it, it can't happen. Like, it's the day after we got off tour. We were in Boston. And I called my wife. I was like, can you believe this shit? Like, every, it just the most random shit happens when we're, like, away. And she was like, 
you've got to fucking figure it out. Like, make it happen. This is why you get married. Yes. So somebody <laughs> can straighten yeah. you up. So I think we spent like $1,000 getting home to open for Bon Jovi. Mm. And but, how, how, so just one night here at yeah, the Smoothie Kings. Yeah. And how did it go, actually? It was epic. I mean, we wanted to play the, we wanted to play the arena. Uh, we showed up. It was really funny. Like, the crew guys... I think typically what happens on his last tour was you were like a contest winner who got to like guitar center and whatever present Battle of the Bands and the the winner gets the opening slot. So for whatever reason, that didn't happen here and they had like a last minute week panic. Like we have to find a band. We forgot the contest. So we just... uh, Who's the promoter? This is a Live Nation. It's a Live Nation thing, yeah. Yeah. And we knew uh, one of my best friends is like runs the Live Nation office and he called he's like this pet things want to do it it's like man I don't think we can make it happen and then after being encouraged we just figured out a way yeah, yeah. so you have a, one of your best friends runs the booking office at Live Nation that's got to be handy I think they he he had a promotion uh, company that I guess Live Nation how they bought them yeah exactly so and they were doing great on their own and I think they're really happy to be part of that yeah. you know umbrella it's, Are those guys from here? They were the guys from here that did yeah, voodoo? Yeah, they were. Uh, his name's, uh, the, uh, it's two guys that I know. One's name's Russell, another one's name's Tony. Right. And um, they had a company called Blue Deuce, and then okay. they now are the Live Nation guys. So, wow. Yeah, That's super handy. cool dudes. And well, good you, to know. How do you like working for Live Nation? Is, I love are they it. good employers? Yeah, no, they're... Apart from not yeah. having a woman in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're uh, fantastic employers. and um, Health insurance? yes. Amazing benefits. I've never worked for a company that had benefits like this. So uh, very. What do you, but you have to go to work every day. I do, but That's you know, most people don't yeah. think it's a real job because they're like, "Oh, you're just going to the House of Blues to hang out." I'm like, "No, uh, people actually have offices there." It's, Are you there from nine to five? As it were, I'm or? not. I'm actually there from ten to six usually. I mean, it, it varies depending on what's going on in the venue, um, but it's definitely a later in the day job which right. works for me because I'm so not what, a morning morning person so what are you doing are you making phone calls or um, taking people out for coffee or what do you do <laughs> I like the good lunch uh, it's good happy hour um, but no it's uh, I do a lot of strategic partnerships within the community um, so just raising awareness about the brand that we have a restaurant what does it mean what do you actually do Strategic partnership, what is that? I meet with people, and, um, you know, we just talk about different things that we're working on. I talk about things that are going on at the House of Blues. They talk about things that they're doing with their organizations. Or, so it's kind of like this. Yeah, exactly. You get paid to sit around. No, not necessarily. No, I do. I do a lot of. Uh, I do a lot of graphic design. I do a lot of social media. Ah. All the emails that you see coming out from House of Blues specifically are all built by me. Thank God, I don't um, get those. Yeah. <laughs> How many do you send out? Um, it depends on again what's going on. Uh, we usually okay. send a brand newsletter every week. But okay, so this is what you do. You're a specialist in brand marketing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So does this email stuff work? How many people are reading these email? Do you guys have this problem? I will say I have this. Hundreds of them. in regards to House of Blues. Um, I grew up in Houma, Louisiana, and when I first started playing music, there would be I could come in and play the city and play any venue and have a couple people here. If we had a show at the House of Blues, it was like like a destination show at, at like a casino. Wow. The whole town would drive in to see. I mean, it, they, yeah. they wouldn't see us in Homa, but they would come see us in, in New Orleans. And how would you explain that? 
it's her fucking the, yeah, right. I mean, I say, the drive market is huge for us you know because people use new orleans as like the big city you know to come in sure. for the weekend and house of blues is i mean it's, it's an iconic thing. venue and live music venue in the city we're the first to open after katrina um we actually opened in 1994 so we're going to be celebrating our 25th anniversary in january hmm. um and it just continues to expand um so yeah it's but go back to the email marketing. Okay. So how many would you get a day, would you say, of these unwanted, unsolicited emails that you never oh, put yourself... Oh, I hope you're not getting more than one a day. <laughs> no, but from everybody. Like, there's oh, all these... Yeah. Well, yeah, Everybody's every time you sign up, it's almost to the point where you get, like, a bat email account, right? Like, you just, like, right. oh, I'll, this is my old email that I closed a year ago. Have you got your, like phone, have you got your email on you right now? Yeah. Have a look and see the how many you've got since we've been sitting here. Let's see. How many... Andrew, have you got one? It's probably like five a day. Let's see. Five? Yeah, well, I've you know, got one. Five emails a day? I have well, two. not from one entity, but, oh. you know, five newsletters from some Okay, Lauren, well, what have you got? Oh, my gosh, I don't even want to know. Let's have a look right now. Let's compare bullshit emails since we started this show. In the last, well, I, this is 38 minutes ago I got something. That's an actual email. Here's one from Cassandra Durocher from some company called SNB. I don't even know what that is. But it sounds like you got to go through some of this stuff and filter it out. But how do you get rid of it? it just well, you go to it and you say, like, filter messages like this, like this house from this person. Straight to your trash. Straight to the trash. Does that work? It. Yeah. We actually have an account within our email accounts that are folders that it automatically filters it for you. It's mm-hmm. called the clutter. Mm-hmm. Right. So if Well, I have that too. I have oh, a I spam folder. Well, yeah, no. Do you have a spam it's folder? In addition with this, to, it's in addition to that. Yeah, I hate the clutter folder. It yeah. keeps taking well, out important things, and then you can't see there them. There you does. go. That's it the does. problem with that. So how many have you got there, Lauren? Uh, well, uh, you know, in looking at my three email accounts, I have about six since we started the show. Six since we started the show. Six emails you don't want. Yeah. So how do you cut through that, Ashley? Cut your, through the clutter? Yeah, cut through the clutter. How do you get people to pay attention to the House of Blues ones? Because I just delete everything. I have, I've been using, I would try to use catchy subject lines, um, right. emojis in su- subject lines. I can lower your mortgage. Have you tried that one? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I usually do free, free beer. <laughs> free beer. <laughs> yeah. well, that would do. And then I say, well, now that I've got you. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it is, it is a corporation, so there are certain things I can't do and can't say. Can't do the penis enlargement. No. Lower your mortgage. I can't even say free. What? I have to say you complimentary. Can't. Is that right? Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Because free Why? is flagged. It automatically flags it as spam. Oh, I see. Well, yeah. no, I didn't know that. Yeah. But complimentary gets through the spam filter. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what we've been told that's to do. That's how winning over there. Yeah. But we segment, <laughs> we segment our emails, too. So if you've signed up for... A news, you know, a, a house blues newsletter. You've said what genres of music you're specifically mm-hmm. interested in. Mm-hmm. So, right. depending on what I'm shooting out through the email, I'll segment to make sure, sure I'm hitting those fans. I get them on Facebook as well. I see the Wonder Years yeah. are coming. The what? The Wonder Years. Do you know them? The TV show? The, yeah. No, I think it's a band. Oh, Do you remember the band from the nineties? We. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what they sang now, though. I thought you might be able to tell me that actually. No, they had no. a big hit in the nineties, but I can't think of what it was. I, I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was a tribute band that oh, we were. Oh, is that all it is? And they were going to play the movie. Is that it? I don't know. Now, now I'm being put on the spot. I'm not sure. Oh, I know it's okay. You don't book the music. You don't have to know. <laughs> I that don't. Kind of stuff. I don't. You just I have mean, to know the restaurant. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Hey, talking of music, Joe, what about playing something while you're sitting here? Sure, I'd love to. Well, yeah. Well, look at this cool looking guitar. I so just got this. It's Ooh, nice. What is it's it? Sweet. It's, it's an old Gibson J45. I see you've got the OH 
SC there as well. That's what stands for there? original hard shell case. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Don't you wish like, you had a couch that looked like that? Oh my god! And yeah. The inside of an old guitar case is a, a thing. This too, is the behold. original old the guitar case that came with the Gibson. Yeah. We're wow. looking at the. Where'd uh, you find this old guitar? Um, my cousin, who kind of taught me how to play, huh. um, I have a few of his guitars now, huh. either from sale or trade or is just he, because it's like you know something he gave to me. Is he in um, Harmer? He's not. He lives Where's in Portland, he? Oregon. And uh, why is he giving his guitars away? Well, he didn't give this one to me, but he just knew I really wanted it, and uh, he was in a place where he just wanted to sell it a few of his things and I was like put me in line for the J45 I had a show in Portland and um, I was going to be up there so I knew like the earnings of the tour and the tour ended in Portland and I was like I think I can swing it I'll just come home with a little less money and Ah. a new guitar so uh, it's a new old guitar I think it's like 67 and uh, it plays like a dream So and he taught you to play guitar he was like the he was like my cool older cousin. Is the reason I kind of wanted to get into it. And, and he then, moved from Homer to Portland. Yeah, That's he, how cool he is. Yeah, and he lived in the city for a while. Like he's been all over. But um, what he does lives he do? In Portland now. Um, he's just uh, he's an interesting guy. He has a law degree. He uh, is like does graphic art for restaurants, stuff like that. You know, he's a true Portland hippie dude. The real you know? thing, right? Yeah. Right. What does he do for a living? I think the graphic design graphic stuff design. mostly. Okay. Yeah. What does he yeah. do with his law degree? Nothing. Uh, not much. Well, no. and have you ever thought about giving up law to become a graphic designer? Uh, no, but only because I'm really not artistic at all. What um, would you do if you had to give up your degree? Oh, my gosh. I'd probably, I'd probably be some weird little old lady with, like, a mystery bookshop somewhere, I think. That's not a bad idea because mm-hmm. people are buying books like crazy now. Yeah. Books are... Books I are g- back. Books are, books are coming back, yeah. I think. Books and records are back. Who would have ever guessed that was going to happen? Books never left me. I mean, I have an iPad. I have books on it, but I still like the feel of a book. I like the, you know, I like to hold a book. You know, I think everybody has. I have all these books on my iPad, and I never read them because I forget they're there. Yeah. Do you do that? Uh, Occasionally, I find that you know, like things that are like mass market paperbacks, like beach reads and stuff like that. I'll get those on my iPad, but like if I'm going to sit down and read a novel, I want to hold it. You know, I want to hold a real book. So, what are you reading at the moment? Anything? Um, I'm reading a few things. Uh, I always try to read one sort of New Orleans-centric book, but I'm in between books. I'm looking for recommendations if anybody has one. A New Orleans-centric book. Um, either a New Orleans, either either a Louisiana author or a book about Louisiana. So, um, but I really like. Somebody's got to know one, Thomas. Have you read Confederacy at Dunces yet? Yeah, actually, that was required uh, reading for Tulane Law School. Oh, was wow. that right? Yeah, before for we law that was before we started our first year. That was on our like summer reading list for Tulane Law. Mm-hmm. You got to read King Zeno. Okay, I haven't. I have not read King Zeno yet. Yes, it's about New Orleans at like the turn of the 20th century, and he's like a Mardi Gras king, but he's involved in crime and stuff. Oh, oh nice. Nathaniel sounds, Rich yeah. is the author. That sounds really cool. Um, I'd probably like that a lot. That's the voice of Sierra. the books. Nathaniel Rich is also a uh, really big deal right now because he wrote an article in the New York Times about global warming, and he's been on podcasts for about uh, two solid weeks now. He's coming in. He's coming into WWNO tomorrow for the fourth time in a week. Uh, And he's a local guy. Yeah, he's a trusted source. Hmm. Okay, all right. Props to Nathaniel. And Ashley, what are you? A little hot? 
see you fanning I yourself am. with I your. Am. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm having a hot flash right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? That's a way. Could you be pregnant? No, 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 no. Really? No, absolutely not. What sort of contraceptive method do you use? Wow. Because We're getting real personal. Well, I need a well, second Joe drink said, for this. Joe said he doesn't wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> so... I was wondering what your I'm, system is. I just got clipped, though. I don't have to do it. Oh, really? Oh, so you wow. had a vasectomy. Do you okay. have kids? I have two. Okay. And we're done. That's it. And uh, I thought that that was going to be an awful experience. But uh, you really loved it. You wish you could go and do it again. I didn't love it, but the doctor thought I might have. Cause, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, they give you some drug that makes you, like, just zonked. And oh, I don't, that's always I didn't have, like, I, I lost my prescription. I just the, from the time of the checkup to the time of the actual thing, I had lost it, and I think it's Valium. Yeah. That zonk you Val- out, Valium. Valium is like right. a yeah. Yeah. So I I was like, I don't have my Valium. Like, what am I gonna do? And my wife, she's like a pharmacist. She has a bag, and it's like it, just whatever, you, however you want to go. And she's like, <laughs> she uh, sounds great. She <laughs> is a great person. Keeps in a jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And. Uh, and she was like, don't worry, I have, I have some extras or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. So I take one on the way. On she's your way driving to me. Surgery. Yeah, she's okay. driving me to surgery. It, it ha- I did the surgery, like, right off of, uh, it was, like, right by Tulane, like, here uptown. I was hoping you were going to say that, not someplace out in Yeah, well, the, so a bunch of my friends had their same surgery. This engineer guy named Mike Napolitano had it. It's like, just a bunch of my musician friends was like, all right, cool, I'm going to go do this. So I get there. I'm sure he's pleased that you mentioned that. Well, the that. thing is, is it, it wasn't kicking in. So she's like, just take another one. <laughs> By the time I walked in there, I was like, oh, my God, just so he, he goes, he tells me, he goes, I don't have to ask if you took the pills. He's like, I took them. <laughs> so it happens, and he's like, okay. I'm like, are you going to do anything? He's like, it's done. I'm like, uh... Well, like, are you sure? He goes, I mean, I could sit around here and piddle around if you want to. I'm free to go. I was like, all right, I'm out. It's done. Wow, you didn't even know you had a vasectomy. Didn't even this know. This guy's got a life touch. A few days later, or like a few hours later, I understood something had gone on. And then for a few days, like, no heavy lifting. I tried okay. to milk it as much as possible. All right. right? So how old are your kids? Uh, one and four. Oh, you weren't messing around. You were serious. I'm busy. Yeah. Right, okay, that's yeah. a lot. Busier at home. And you married as well, actually. Right? I am. That's I why am. I thought I'd bring up the contraceptive. Yeah, idea. my husband is yeah. actually an attorney as well. He is? He is. What does he do? What kind of law? Uh, well, he does a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, he works for himself, but he also works with uh, two other attorneys, um, and they just kind of take anything and everything that comes to the door, so it's interesting. Does he have an office? He works out of several offices. Um, sometimes the office is the living room. Um, he's but like the sort of Uber of a turn. <laughs> yeah. But he's on the phone all the time. All the time. Right. So. That's interesting. Did you start off like that, Lord, before you got your own So, I, well, when I first started off, I worked for a small firm out in Metairie. Um, but when we, when my partners and I started our own practice, we subleased a one-room office 
in a in an advertising firm downtown on Poitras Street so we could look respectable. Right. Um, and literally, when I mean one room, I mean three of us, desks pressed together, one room. If more than one person had to be on the phone at the same time, one of us would go pace in the hall up and down. Um, you know, wow. we sort of started the firm with like $7,000 in the bank and a prayer. Um, and, you know, it's been great. It's worked out. It's worked out. And the name of the company is Scott Vicknair Hair and Checker. Yeah. So this, I, I like that because I, someone's actually called Hair, H-A-I-R. So interestingly enough, occasionally we get calls for somebody looking for a hair salon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was thinking this. Hair transplant, hair salon, <laughs> right. hair waxing. Uh, we have a few bad listings, I think, on a... I would like, get rid of Scott and Vicnair and just do hair and check. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't you know, that sound so, good? Sometimes I, sometimes I think about that, too. No, no, really. I love, I love the guys. I hope they're not listening right are now. Are they all guys um, except you? You're the one so woman in this my, whole... My partners are all men. We have a very, we have a mix of female and male um, associates and attorneys in the firm. It just so happens that when we started, um, Gillen and I had been partners for a long time, and Dave and Brad, who are the uh, Scott and Vicknair, had been uh, partners for a long time. And when we merged, uh, it sort of, you okay. know, upset the, the balance. What's Mr. Hare's first name? It's Galen. Galen Hare. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great name right there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's also a 6'10 stomper, and he's been known to wear his uniform to work. Wow. So, um, oh, this is a real nuance yeah. type of outfit. Yeah, we tr- we try. Um, we uh, we like to do sort of we like to do things around the city with the firm, and um, right. we recently just took everybody over to um, Arc of Greater New Orleans to do bead sorting for you know like a, a fundraiser for them. What is that? That's so um, Arc was an animal rescue. Is that something? No, that's Arno. Arc um, works with uh, the special needs community and educational opportunities okay. and things like that, and they um, they're the ones they're the ones who collect. The the beads the after Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras yeah, the secondhand beads okay. and resell them. So we right. did that. And what do they do with them, actually? Um, so they sort them. I mean, they 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 come in, they clean them, they sort them, they bag and tag them, and then they have a store there where they resell them, and then they resell them. Like the crews will actually put in orders for their own beads, so they're essentially selling the crew back their beads from cool. the year it's before. Right. It's Correct. located right there on uh, Nashville. Yeah, they have they have something there, and then they have they have like a big sorting facility out in Metairie, which is where we most recently were. And you walk in, and it's like this huge warehouse, and there's just Beads everywhere. What's the smell like? Um, <laughs> pee and beer. A little yeah. bit like Mardi Gras. I was gonna, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say yeah. you know a little differently, but yeah, a little bit. Uh, I mean, no, it was it was fine. I and mean, they had air conditioning, which was you know a bonus for when you're gonna volunteer in the summer. So, <laughs> so what did you volunteer to do? You sorting Mardi Gras beads with yeah with these kids. Are they all kids or are they adults? No, it's it's a mix. And there was actually they bring in a lot of different groups from all over too. So there was actually um, a school group, like a summer church school group from. Southern Alabama, who was there that day too. So it was what a great um, New Orleans visit. Yeah, you know, and they they were going off and doing some New Orleans things, but they were also doing a service project while they were here, and that was that was great. So yeah, that's cool. um, you meet some different I people. I believe coming all the way to New Orleans and then you working sorting sorting beads. You know. In a warehouse in Metairie. Was it Metairie? Yeah, and it was just, it was interesting to me because, you know, like a couple of the parents who were chaperoning had been to Mardi Gras. They were like, oh, yeah, we know Mardi Gras, oh, you know. But when they were doing their intro, uh, you know, they're like, so let us tell you a little about Mardi Gras. These kids, they had, you know, Mardi Gras to them was only what they'd seen on TV. They really didn't have right. any sort of frame of reference for it. 
Do you get drinks while you're sorting bees? So interestingly, we did not because we did it on like a Saturday morning and we didn't know that was an option, but they do they do these sip and sort parties. Anybody can get a group of friends together and go over with as much booze as you want on a you know, pretty much schedule any night with them and, you know, do a sip and sort. So I told my friend I told some I'm in the crew of Nick's and I told some of my float mates and we were saying, Yeah, we should go do that one night. So we're we're trying to pick a date to, you know, gather up our massive quantities of pink wine and go over there and sort beads for a couple That's hours. That's a good nice. way of giving something back to the community. Mm-hmm. Get loaded with <laughs> special needs people and sort beads. <laughs> That's an interesting evening out in New Orleans. Sounds like a party. Yeah. Like okay, Joe, sorry to sidetrack you there right when we've got it's the fine. Portland special Gibson set. Yeah, it's all good. Do you want a suggestion? We can... Ra- <laughs> sure. Put- have you- how, many re- how many songs are on the, new- uh, the record? Do you have to write like ten songs, or I think we have like twelve or thirteen. Okay, and then we're gonna probably dwindle it down to ten, or I don't know, maybe all thirteen. Who knows? So, we'll, but we'll be we'll have that out before the end of the year, and then we'll. Just Is it gonna have the to, songs that you've already put out before, like Gold you know, Coast? We were talking about that. I think we might leave one or two of those off of there, right. just as singles because they've been around since we started about two years ago. So, right. Yeah. Have you guys heard Pet Fangs? Ashley, you must have been at the House of Blues. Lauren right? was telling me she uh, Google Googled everybody ah. and got to see. Oh, what do you I think? Do They're really good. Huh? So, oh. I'm a so lawyer. Smart. I can't help myself. So, so I may have Google stock Joe just a little bit. Um, I, I'm not sure it's really suited to the acoustic guitar, but I'm a huge fan of Bitch Baby, which I think is nice. one of your newest yeah, releases, right? It is. I don't even know if I could play it. I, I don't acoustic. think you could. <laughs> yeah, it would be but, tough. But. I mean, I think they have a great sound. I think it's really unique, yeah. and I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the first album. Yeah, me too. It'd be good to have a whole album. Although, you can steal them off Spotify pretty easy. Just yeah, play absolutely. One after the other. Stream it. What's yeah. that one you do that's sort of... There's a video of the four of you like in a stripped down sort of look. Oh yeah, Afterglow. Afterglow. We That's just a great did that song. one, and then we did uh, we played that balcony TV thing. I saw uh, that you were in Los Angeles. Yeah, balcony TV. Yeah, we did that. That was That's cool. a Live Nation. Is it? It, we, it was I on the roof of well. Live Nation. Yeah. Actually. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Their offices are amazing there. It was really yeah. nice. Live Nation is everywhere. Man, you cannot yeah. avoid those people. Yeah. Might as well start to like them. Yeah, and they're continuing (laughs) to expand. I'll play play that. I'll play Gold Coast Dream. Okay. I'm going to cut you off if you have more to say about Lab Nation. I've been walking and I'm talking like I'm sure as shit Gonna keep it straight Balling when my ship comes in You just keep me knowing Silver linings glowing So close I can taste it Fake it till I make it Cause your faded blue jeans And your faded pink hair Keep me gold coast dreaming Gold coast dreaming Gold coast dreaming So we throw all of these pennies in the wishing well Hope the land of plenty got more room than hell 
Maybe life ain't been fair Baby, when we get there We ain't going nowhere Oh my God I swear your faded blue jeans And your faded pink hair Keep me go, go streaming Go, go streaming Go, go streaming Gold Coast Dreaming, Gold Coast Dreaming, Gold Coast Dreaming. Mm -hmm. No more dancing like a monkey just to keep it alive. When I'm drinking milk and honey from your lips every night, no more dancing. No more dancing 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 Go coast dreaming 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 Guitar. It was fun. I think I heard like one out of tune string, but that's more than there. That's less than there usually are, actually. That was a nice song. What did you guys think? I like, I like that. I like the high Actually, voice. It was killing yeah. it. Yeah. It sounded great. Yeah. Your yeah. faux prince. Yeah. <laughs> did you write that? I uh, wrote most of the lyrics. Yeah. I remember we wrote it. It was a few of us. Uh, there's a studio that we have, or it's like a little room, like about the size of that you know, I don't know, it's like a little shoebox room that we call a studio and uh, there's a dartboard so we were drinking beer and throwing darts and uh, as an exercise just forced to uh, forced ourselves to each write like whoever wasn't throwing, just write and then we took all the little journal I think we were listening to like a Charlotte Gainsbourg record which is primarily in French so we weren't really understanding like lyrics but being inspired by music in any case, somebody had written uh, faded pink hair or something like how, that. How many Valium had you had? On Rubber right. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving each other vasectomies. <laughs> <back here. laughs> this is how you write songs. You sit around playing darts, and whoever's not throwing the darts writes the line. It's different every time. Well, that's Gainsbourg. how it was that night. Okay. Yeah. The, for, for no, and that's how you came up with that song? That's it, yeah. I mean, it was like partially written once we left the studio that early morning, so... You might want to go back to that Charlotte Gainsbourg record and do that again, because that was a pretty nice song. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Didn't you think, Andrew? That was killer, yeah. Thanks, you ever, Andrew. You ever listen to French music, Andrew, while you're... Not, not, not uh, directly as an inspiration, but isn't that a good idea to kind of hear a song that you don't understand the words to while you're trying to think of words? Sure. Smart. Just get a sort of a mood. Yeah. Hey, Lauren, who's texting? Oh, uh, this would be different? one of my law partners, Brad Scott. Does he want to um, talk to us? Uh, he probably doesn't want to talk to us, but he's certainly having fun sending me pictures of watching us on the little live cast. Ah, so uh, okay, I'm busted. Yeah. I guess I can't say anything else mean about them, huh? That's a good point. You didn't say anything mean. You said how much you love them, and that is they're true. awesome. I do love them, and they are awesome. Even Mr. Hare. 
My new favorite. My new attorney. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, it's shooting the 610 stomper. Yeah. But your day job is you're a, you're a member of Mark Broussard's band. I am, yeah. And that's a full-time gig. It is. He's very busy, too, so it, it does keep me out there and, right. and busy. So. How long have you been with him? Sorry. Um, like, on and off for, like, 13 years now. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we were kids. I'm, I met Mark. He was actually opening for me and then stole my drummer. And then the drummer was like, you need a job, dude. you got to come over here. This is going good. And then I just keep quitting. And then once my shit messes up, he'll, Mark will have me back. Uh, so it, it's been a really amazing relationship. And, I mean, I'm half joking. Usually, uh, like, Mark is very sympathetic towards my uh, pet projects. Um, and if I decide I'm going to go off and do something, he's like, cool, come open for us. Or, cool, what can I do to, to help? So... He's been an awesome dude. Yeah, and that's what do good. the other guys in your band do? Um, ben is also a professional musician. He plays keys. Actually, he dish, did he do a tour with you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ben. Oh, he was I'm on the road with you right now. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing if I remembered. Yeah. He said he had a blast, man. I was a lot of fun. That he's guy, been out on the road just now with you. Yeah, he's just such a pure musician. And, and you know, I don't know all the guys in Pet Fangs, but they, that seems to be the thing. And that's what Ben was saying is just... You know, pure musicians all around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's really, I mean, just a tremendous cat. He, like, the way his brain works Mm. is, like, nothing I've ever been around musically. um, And maybe otherwise, but uh, especially musically. Um, David, my brother, plays drums, and he sells real estate and does, like, some carpentry stuff. And then Jory, uh, who plays bass, does uh, photography. And he does some really cool, like, art direction stuff. He, like, do, like, I don't know who the, like, rappers are. But it's like, oh, it's, like, Ty Dolla Sign and stuff okay. like that. So wow. he, he just, gets a lot of good work doing that stuff. Does he do your stuff. videos as well? He does, yeah. Right. Just because he won't let anybody else touch right. the shit, you know. Well, he's good. Yeah, he is. He's a fun dude to he's work with. He's got a with. lot of themes I see in your videos. <laughs> yeah. Who owns that Mercedes convertible that's in all of them? So my dad owned that car probably like 25 years ago when we, when we were little kids and it, he sold it it left the state and magically came back it's been through like four owners the new owner is uh, uh, is the father of like one of our high school buddies so every time we shoot a video yeah it's in everything lets it, yeah. okay that's super weird isn't it super weird but we've adopted it as a theme car yeah, and yeah. we gave him the plates that say daddy on it so he's happy <laughs> to nice. have his car in there. That is nice. yeah. am I imagining that you burned out some tires doing some donuts did that happen or no we did we did do that but it wasn't with the car there's this oh, uh, right. there's the the, uh, the all female biker gang uh, yeah, club the caramel curves caramel curves it's this fucking awesome biker club which is all women in LA it, it's here oh, in New Orleans, yeah. yeah. And ironically, we, I mean, I can't remember how I came across them, um, but I was like, we have to figure out a way to get on the back of these girls' bikes. And uh, and we kept reaching out to them, and I'm them. <laughs> I, I don't know if we weren't getting anywhere, but somehow or another, we knew somebody that work this thing out for us and we had two of the one woman that runs the whole club and another one that actually is from Homa they drove down on their bikes and they like blow pink smoke out it was amazing this is they let us ride on the back of them. gang in that's Homa. right it's in New Orleans 
And then they just got featured, like, they had a huge write-up in the New York Times, like, the week before we put out the video. It, it was, like, guys, some yeah. press that we could have not That's imagined. Yeah. Do you know these people, Andrew? I just know of Caramel. the Instagram stuff that oh, they've been wow. posting in. Yeah. It's, like, speed bikes. Yeah. 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 It's serious. Oh, yeah. That's wow. them. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's wow. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I think it's, that, it's entirely female African-American biker women. Like, just wow. badass chicks that on bikes. That is a small group of people, I would think. I'll tell you this. How many are there? They were super into me riding bitch on their bikes. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, that's the name of the song. Yeah. I had a vest on that said bitch baby. And as part of the deal, we were going to pay them each like a hundred or so bucks. They did it for pennies, considering the production value. And then gas their bikes up. And I was going to take off my vest to go ride to the gas station. And the girl's like, don't take that vest off. You're, <laughs> you're showing everybody. So well, that was, was a pretty good. That's a good marketing move, right, yeah, Ashley? I'm, like, I, I'm trying to figure out how I can partner You want to join them. the club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. So, Ashley, this is what you do all day. You get people to somehow effectively read your Instagram posts and... Yeah. Emails and so on. It's not what I do all day, but it's, yeah. You've got to know something about that, though, right? What? You've got to know the secret. How do you get, I, I never kind of said, how do you get someone like a thousand people to like a post on Facebook or on Instagram? Honestly, it is talking as if I would talk to any normal person. It's not this um, well, Pretend you know a normal stale, person. Right? Well, it's, it's not this stale message. Um, you have to be from here to, to talk to the audience. Um, but is there some sort of a hashtag secret? or No. That doesn't mean anything. I don't think so, honestly. I mean, you can hashtag 40 different words. and you Does know, that help? I think it does help to some extent, um, but it's really the, the content that just needs to be engaging and just needs... I mean, funny shit, honestly, is what okay. is viral. Yeah. Can you come up viral. with something from the show that we could put on Instagram that we could get a thousand people to like, like it? Really, I'm really interested in these Caramel Curves girls. <laughs> They're the bomb. Who I'm wouldn't be? But a five-minute visectomy is interesting right. as well. <laughs> five-minute <laughs> Valium vasectomy. <laughs> That's Love a good it. point. Uh, yeah. Are you going to have kids? Yeah, I think so, yeah. What's the plan? Um, well, uh someone asked us the other day, my husband and I, and he immediately responded one. And I, at the same time said two, and we both looked at each other and I said, I thought you wanted like three. And he goes, I've always wanted one. And I was like, well, that's news to me. Looks like you got some talking to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How I, long have you been married? Uh, four years. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not that long. I guess no, but we've been, been together for it. 10. So it's kind of. No one brought up how many kids, I guess. Hmm. Are you single or? I am single. Yes. Okay. Have you ever thought about having kids? Um, I went back and forth on it for a little while. I think uh, my, I have a younger brother, and he's set on having three, and I'm going to let him have the kids. I love what, kids. Do you have a, I love you, other people's kids. Do you? Yeah, okay. Would you have a number in mind, say, though, if you're going to have kids? Um, you know, when I, was, when I was younger, I thought I wanted five kids. Like, five kids. You I had a gonna, number. Okay. I was going to have five kids right. when I was younger. Now, now I think I'm back now to, like, to zero, zero kids. Yeah. <laughs> you just have one sibling? I do. I have yeah. one little brother. See, I come from, I have six. You're wow. six. Yeah. You mean there's six all together or seven all So together? I'm the oldest of four on both sides, but I'm very close to both sides. So I'm the oldest of four on my mom and my step with my mom and my stepdad. Right. And then I'm the oldest of four with my dad and stepmom. So you got two families of four. That, yeah. That's not six, by the way. That's eight. 
Well, yeah, but I wasn't. Well, you're the same, but you're seven. you're seven. one of me. Yeah. Does that mean that your your biological parents' only child is me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So oh, I'm wow. kind of hey, only you child. Hey, Thomas, because I'm good at math. <laughs> Man, that is good. That's like a that's like a puzzle. Yeah. So. Uh, so you're the only biological child of whom? My of, my parents. Of your biological yeah, parents. Yeah. 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 Oh, then they mo- both moved on after you. Right. They they Thomas, divorced good when I was spotter. one. <laughs> and both remarried So they got like divorced when you were one. Were yeah. you the reason that they split up? Maybe. You blame yourself? Actually, Dude, he, actually my dad was uh, kind of forced to go to Tulane Law School. Forced? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't, his father. He was like, we need an attorney in the family and you're going. Jeez. So, what did his father do? Uh, he owned a steel supply company in uh, New Iberia, Louisiana. Is that where you're from? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite authors is from New Iberia. Oh, really? James Lee Burke. The oh. Speaking of books and where you're from. That would be oh, a good okay. one. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's cool. You're on 90. You're on the big stretch. Yep. Yeah. So um, that's where all my family right is on. from. They're in Lafayette. So. Are you from around there, Andrew? I'm from, I grew up in Metairie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But your family has got to be from... Uh, my pop, yeah, okay. My pops is from Kaplan and Erath. So okay, spent E-Rath. some gotcha. summers down there. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. right on. Yeah, pops went and learned from, some math. You're from Homer. Yeah, which is sort like of between on, on the here night and yeah, where she is. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Do you still and you all your family still there? Are they in the music? Not all of them. Anyone's playing music in that? No, no one plays music. Um, right. My uh, my mom's in Houston, but uh, my so grandparents are still in so Nigeria. Is, da- is your dad a lawyer then? He is. Yes. So he went to law school. He did. And what was he doing before that? He was an accountant. He was doing accounting. It's a pretty weird story. Yeah. <laughs> what would what would be wrong with having an accountant in the family, which would be pretty I don't, useful? I don't know. I mean, the, his dad just came to him and was like, "We need an attorney, and you're doing it." So he paid for him to go to school, and he went. So okay. All right. And what does your mom do? Um, my mom is uh, she was a stay at home mom, um, but now Only for she one year or for the. Next marriage. <laughs> exactly. Um, but now she owns like a little uh, bouquet gift business, um, sort of online. In, in Houston? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bouquet gift business online. Yeah. All right. Where Thomas? In, where in Houston? Katie. That's where I grew up. Okay. Oh, really? There you go. Yeah, Small right world. I, I mean, everyone. Katie used to be like two exits, and now it's like, what, 20? Yeah, now it's, now it's the armpit of Houston. Wait, so where did you go to high school? I went to Katie High School. Shut up. I went to Katie High School. Come wait, on. Wait, what year did you graduate? 01. Okay, I was 05. Yeah, well, I also moved in 99, but still. Okay. But still. Okay, that's, that's a small. Wait, that's did you go to Katie Junior school. High? I did not. I went to McDonald Junior uh, High. Oh, McDonald's. Yeah. Hey. Oh, look at the shade that was thrown my way. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Oh. I'm just kidding. I had friends that went to McDonald's. Where did you grow up? What neighborhood? Um, so, Pin Oak Village. Oh. <laughs> What's that like? No, it's actually uh, really nice. Actually. Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually right behind and Bill. this is with your mom's yeah, yeah. next family. Correct. Yeah. Well, they yeah they had kids together right, right after me. And how does everyone get along? Very well. And it's kind of weird. Are... Yeah. Cool. So, I have 13 grandparents. So, my family's... Hang on, what? You didn't just say that, did you? Yeah, I, I have do. Thirteen grandparents. Yeah, so all my my parents. First of all, that's an odd number. Well, I know because right one, yeah, one passed. Um, okay, thirteen left. Yeah, so 13. the each each fam or each parents family or uh, parents divorced and remarried. 
What? I don't want. I don't want. Thomas is gonna have to figure this one out. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Actually, my husband did a family tree for me because I, I just I don't even keep track anymore, and um, he did a family tree for me as part of some project. I think it was successions or is that the right I, so term? I was gonna say that sounded like one of the problems I had to do on the bar exam. You yeah, know, all these people and the parents and drawing it out. And yeah, so he comes from a very small family, so he's like, I'm gonna do your family, and I'm like, all right. So he did it, and I mean, it was just like this huge thing, and I was like, oh my gosh. It was. Do you yeah. have to buy birthday presents for all these people? No, I hope <laughs> they buy me birthday presents. That's a <laughs> thirteen grandparents. She has yeah. like six Christmases. Wow. Yeah, hey. holidays are sort of uh, tricky. Hmm. Yeah. No kidding. But good food. The buffet. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Does everybody, the blended families, both get together, both your parents? Um, well, we bought a house uh, two years ago, and we tried to host Christmas, and um, that was interesting. Uh, but there was really invited, no drama. You invited both families. Yeah, we did. Um, everyone came. Yeah. The only drama was uh, we gave my grandmother um, a chocolate that was uh, not really... Oh, chocolate. Oh, you nice. mean it was like weed? <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, no. My Which mom <laughs> did that for the first time like last year on accident. Oh, really? So, yeah, how did it go with your Ours grandma? Ours was kind of intentional. Um, you dosed your grandma? Yeah. <laughs> what number, grandma? Okay, so she has, she has Parkinson's. Um, oh, and well, that's fine. Yeah, so we wanted to see. She was oh. against it, but we just Here's did a it. cookie, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and... Um, she was raiding our pantry within like an hour. And did any of the Parkinson's symptoms stop? It did. Very it really much so. Worked. Yeah. And um, I was shocked and I was like a huge advocate for it. Um, but, you know, they just kind of got back to New Iberia and kind of got so I actually ended up getting them, uh, you know, some more stuff to keep in the fridge. And well, you know, it's going to be legal in Louisiana yeah. for your grandma in the next. I think it's November. Yeah. And it's yeah. just insane the amount of money they're spending on drugs and legal drugs and um, compared to what they could be spending when I, you know, yeah. So. Yeah. That's interesting. So where did you get, the, did you make the weed or did you get it from I Colorado? I didn't. Um, you made it? I, no, I didn't make yeah. it. <laughs> um, I had it, uh, I had it sent by a friend in California. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Good move. C-Rock. Joe Stark, Blaine Cruz loves you so much with like 11 H's. Yeah, he does. Tell Blaine I said hello. Hey, Blaine. Hey, would you like to hear Andrew Duhon play a song, by the way? Do you want to play my guitar? Yeah, please. Okay, Okay, grab that Gibson. I would actually love to play that guitar. You don't have a thing on there to tell you if it's in tune or not. Actually, as you you said, this is a J45, which uh, nobody else is going to care, but I'm going to tell Joe. Is uh, almost indistinguishable from the J50 back back in these days when they had the long pick guards like this, you know, because you guys recognize it like that's not the normal pick guard, but you know, it's, it's so interesting and beautiful. But so uh, is that a J45? This is a, probably a 45. Okay. But what I have in the bag over there is a J50, so it's just like this. But Are it's you natural. One? You've got one here too. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, and like I bought mine on like all my pizza tips from college. <laughs> I had like exactly a thousand bucks and found a guy in Place who had a J50 and. Bought it from because I always wanted one of these old Gibson you right, know, acoustics, same. and uh, you know I've, I've I've since truth be told fallen out of love with mine. I'm gonna have to get rid of it, but you mm. know, easy come, easy go. Another man's guitar, though, like it's you, it's something to uh, I don't know, like a, I'll never stop like be like oh my god, this thing plays like amazing. I need to have this. 
and then like I'll own a guitar for a year or two, be like, I don't know, I'm not not in love with it. Totally, anymore. and you know that's yeah. something you got. Well, you keep them around, and it's only taking up space that if you're willing to be actively moving things in and out, you'll find the ones that totally. you love. You know, yeah. I start so, having like pedal board. It's probably a Tinder session. Like I'll go play the other guitar players thing. Like, God, man, I've got to fuck. Fix my shit. Yeah, totally, dude. Yeah, <laughs> bring it in. It's like we got guitars and then we got instruments. Some of them are instruments. Like you play this note, that's what the note is. Right. And then other than they're just guitars, you know. What are you doing? Are you going to go? Do you want to I, I got to go grab my notebook because I just jotted it today. So oh, okay. I'll be right back. Oh, cool. Brand okay. new song. Yeah, I like well, that's what it. Andrew does. Andrew comes on here and he plays a song that he's working on, and then we have to write it. You have to give it a, a writing out of <laughs> is that five. How he determines if it's going to end up writing on out of five, then we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Man, I have to tell you. Your newest record we recently got into, yeah. uh, Out on the Road, uh-huh. and that Heart of a Man song is just Thanks, dude. like lights out. Thank you. A video video is amazing, too. Thanks, buddy. Is there a video? Yeah, yeah. See, uh, drove around. Do you know Hunter Holder by any chance? Yeah, video I do. You. We, we rode around uh, Colorado and Utah with uh, just shooting stuff, and he had yeah. no plan. He just got a bunch of beautiful stuff and then edited it together, and... Man. Ended up with a knife. Yeah, check that one out. Hunter's cool. Did he just make a, a book of his girlfriend naked everywhere? Uh, more, well, that's not the most artistic way to put it there, Joe. But yes, uh, essentially, yes. Uh, yeah, so his, his girlfriend, uh, whose nickname is Pepper, that's the name of the book, Pepper. And it's a lot. It's basically the story of them traveling around the world. But it's a lot of her naked butt, yes. Right on. Yeah. Into that. I mean, she's a good Go sport. Ahead, and yeah. if, you, uh, if you get the limited edition book, you'll get a, uh, a butt print. <laughs> Signature <laughs> from Peppa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this is a a song I wrote today about. It's inspired by uh, um, writer's block and crippling self doubt. Goes like this. <laughs> you know I got a shitty roommate in my head. Behind my furrowed brow, he makes his Murphy bed. He got me worried with the trouble in mind. Takes all the hurries that I had in back of my mind, filled me with a crippling doubt. Mm, yeah, I got a roommate. I got a roommate in my head. I think it's high time that I kick him out. Took all my confidence, replaced it with doubt. What the fuck is that about? If I ignore him, he'll probably be leaving. Leave me roll room for believing. You know, I got a shitty roommate in my head. I used to trot with the posture of a thoroughbred But I've been feeling like a jackass in heat He got me stuck out all night in the middle of the street He locked me out, now his phone is dead I got a roommate, a shitty roommate in my head I know it's high time I ought to kick him out 
Took all my confidence, replaced it with doubt. Fuck is that about? Oh. If I ignore him, he'll probably be leaving. Give me more room for believing. Something like that. That's awesome. Thanks, y'all. That's a good start. It's amazing to be able to just knock that out like it was no big deal. Seriously. I didn't, I didn't have lunch. Truth be told. You wrote that today? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that Damn. just crazy? Yeah. You can do that? Yeah. That's awesome. It's you write every buddy. day? No. Um, I wish that I did, but honestly, like, it's, it's all about finding balance, I think. You have, to have, you have to push it along as an independent artist. You can't just be a starving artist and expect somebody to find you. Sure. You know, so I'm, I'm still doing the whole thing that, you know, I'm sure back in the day a record label might have taken care of, you know, and you hit the Chitlin circuit and did the whole thing, but, you know, I'm booking the shows, I'm promoting the shows, I'm, you know, doing all of that. Yeah, it's hard to write a song. If, if you don't have people taking care of that, yeah. it's, it's hard to just be, like, live an art land. I yeah. get it. I so totally it's, get you it. know, it's a balancing act in the meantime. I think, I think we're really close to finding an agent, and I had an agent uh, not long ago that I think did an okay job, but then again, glad to be moving onward. That said... I think an agent could be a big help because that's that's a lot of time for an independent artist just to book shows. You can get the hang of it, but it's about keeping the trajectory upward, looking forward, what's bigger, what's more exciting, opening for Bon Jovi, whatever it might be. And I think if I'm doing it myself but also focusing on writing, I'm just, I'm looking laterally. I'm not looking up, you know, so, um, you know. Looking for, I think I need that help, frankly. But I think everything else, like the management stuff, you know, I have... I have a friendager sort of thing yeah, where our buddies, awesome. you know, doing some business with me. But I, I don't, I don't know that I need anything. It's great. Like, stay small, keep it all. You can do it yourself these days. I just, I could use a little help, frankly. Hundred percent. Yeah. I saw a, a, a gig on Mark's calendar pop up with you on it too in New York. It maybe? fell through. It did. Yeah. Damn it. I was bummed about that too. That sucks, man. Sorry about that. Yeah. I was looking forward to it. Next time. I mean, I know Mark and I were on the phone not too long ago, and I'm I'm sure that we'll uh, we'll work something else out in the future. But then cool. again, it was the middle of December in New York, so yeah. maybe there's another time. Totally. <laughs> did you get a word in? What is it with Mark on the phone? Uh, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was good talking to him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talking to which guys? We're gonna get the hell yeah, out, yeah, of yeah. Let's get out of here. Hey, Asher, what happened to the whole Facebook situation? Battery died. Facebook got killed. Come on. Later. <laughs> there is no Facebook. Okay, you guys, we have to get the hell out of here and make room for actual paying customers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This place is filling up. Cool, it's interesting looking people here today. <laughs> so Lauren Cherky's been here. Lauren, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's great to meet you. Great and say here. hi to Mr. Hare, my new attorney. Uh, well, so interestingly, Gellin was actually supposed to be on this show like two weeks ago, but had to go to court on an emergency hearing. Mr. Hare was going to be on our show. Well, he was supposed to be. So I know he'd love to come back. I think he's super jealous that I'm the one who's here okay. right now. So I think that Mr. Hare could become a reality for you if you do That'll want him on great. here. That would love to meet Mr. Hare. <laughs> well, I will pass that along. Okay, awesome. Thanks for being here. Thank and you. Ashley Sutton has been here from the House of Blues. Yes, and actually, I, yes, I wouldn't be doing tickets. my. I know I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't come with tickets in hand. Um, we got oh, Bruisiana. This is great. Yeah, we got nice. Bruisiana uh, this Saturday. It's our uh, fifth annual craft beer and music fest. Oh. We've got over seventeen local breweries. I thought it was going to be a boxing match. 
It's Saturday. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 that would be good. Um, yeah, it's Saturday night. Me uh, and Andrew six will o'clock. go fight. Yeah. And how, about, yes. how about we do a fest called Bruises and Brews? They would just get drunk and fight. No, we, we do like, like weird contests, you know? Like, we could totally work that in. Yeah. I'll give you credit. Okay. <laughs> do you do this? This is what you do? You come up with promotions like yeah, this? This yeah. is your job. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's all making sense. I didn't to you come now, up with Bruzeana. You know what? But, uh, have, you, have you heard of Breakfast? Breakfast? Yes. It's the most important meal of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a joke. You need to Wait, talk you, to the creator that, of Breakfast. That, that's my favorite pun I've come up with. It's the only one that I've broke even and maybe made a little money. Is it a real <laughs> And it's actually a real thing, yeah. Great. It's yeah. yeah. Lately, it's been a jazz fest thing. So you got all the people, right, that are that are uh, going to the fest at 12-ish, and, but they want to maximize their day. They're doing right. their coffee, their mimosa, their Bloody Marys, but what about some mellow music by yours truly? Wait, where is You know, is maybe that? Pet Fangs next year. Who knows? Yeah. That? So last time it was at right Second Line Brewing. Before that, it was at Bayou Beer Garden. Okay. Not sure where the next location is. You guys is. should get on but I do Actually. like. You do it at House of Blues. House of Blues could could be cool. Here's, yeah. You know, it could be cool. Let's talk about that. But I think outdoorness <laughs> is important. I think within the blast well, the zone of the festival yeah, is important. The yeah, the, the courtyard could work. Mm-hmm. Within the blast zone of the of the of the, the jazz fest is important because yeah. people want to get there on their way there, sort right, of thing. Right. So well, they have the shuttle right there. Oh, do they? Yeah, they have the shuttle. That See, runs now the if we work there. in a shuttle service from where breakfast is to jazz fest. Now we're talking. You that's know. the yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. We, that's a great plan. Okay. Meanwhile, we've got free tickets for yeah, this weekend. Here we go. So you got to buy, you gotta buy your, uh, your wristbands to drink all the beer, but uh, this is to get you okay. in the door. Yeah. Sweet. This is great. Okay. Yeah. And Joe Stark from Pet Fangs has been here. The new album is going to be called Ultra Deluxe when it comes out. Meanwhile, there's a single called Bitch Baby, which is totally worth checking out. You just can Google that. That's a great video with the caramel curves on the back of this. We've really made some discoveries we today, have. actually. Hey, thank you all for being here for Happy Hour today. Happy Hour has been brought to us by Strategic Resumes. If you want to sharpen up your resume, your LinkedIn profile, your other job search skills, give them a call at Strategic Resumes. And Travel Central in the is a great place to start. If you want to get away, you can start your travel search by going to Travel Central in Metairie. Basic Swim in Gym has a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. There, uh, next to the lingerie store, Basics underneath on Magazine Street, near Jefferson Avenue, Hangover Destroyer is the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to hdestroyer.com. Write happy hour on the coupon code, and you'll get 30% off of your first order of Hangover Destroyer. So you too can seize the dawn. And thank you too to the Positive Vibrations Foundation who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of arts, music, culture, and heritage. And if you'd like to be a member of our Patreon family, go to patreon.com. And search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can be a member of our Patreon Happy Hour family. Andrew Duhon's record, False River, is out anywhere you can steal music. You can find that. It's totally worth going to get that. Oh, whose phone is ringing? The producer of our show is Graham DuPonte. Our music director is Christian Unruh. Monique Pyle is our associate music director. Thomas Walsh is our technical director. Asher Griffith is our Facebook Live director while there's still battery in his phone. Andrew Searock is our fact checker and social media connector. And our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com. We can also check out many other hours of happy hour we recorded previously, as well as some other shows we make around here. Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana, Eats with Poppy Tucker, and our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts 
add it to katieanna.com and it's batonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. On all of it, we call It's New Orleans, and you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Facebook page. These photos are taken today by Jill Lafleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, thanks for subscribing to us. Take a moment if you've got one to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hours of Production of Iron Broadcasting. For itsneworleans.com, for Andrew Duhon, everyone else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at Iron Broadcasting, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour.